Welcome to Stories for Wonderful Children. I'm Dan Wendelin, and today marks our 50th episode of Stories for Wonderful Children. I'd like to thank you all so much for listening. I had several different ideas for a special story for today's episode, and I couldn't decide between them, so I just told them all. I hope you enjoy them. Khazar was a enormous kingdom. You could ride a fast horse from one end of it to the other, and if the weather was good and you encountered no brigands on the road, you would just make it by the end of the third week from one end to the other. It was ruled over by a king named Ibrahim, and he was a pretty good king. In part, he was a pretty good king because he had a very wise queen named Salome. Now, one day, King Ibrahim was sitting in his throne room and taking the counsel of his courtiers when suddenly a messenger arrived covered in dust. And he rushed in and he bowed before the king and he said, King, I come with the news of a giant that has been terrorizing a village in the far south of your kingdom. Your subjects beg you to help them. If King Ibrahim had been a less wise king, he might have summoned all of his knights and all of his armies and marched off to find and slay the giant with much pain and much suffering on all sides. And as a matter of fact, that's what his advisors were trying to convince him to do. When Queen Salome said, My king, and he leaned over to her on her throne next to his throne and said, Yes, my queen, and she said, Why do we not send someone, perhaps a wise and temperate knight, find out what it is the giant wants? and why the giant is here. And the king took his wise queen's counsel, and so he summoned not his strongest knight, or his bravest knight, or even his most experienced knight, but instead he summoned his most patient and temperate knight. And when she arrived, clad in her shining armor and doffed her helm, and bowed before the king and queen. King Ibrahim said, I've heard tell from a messenger that there is a giant in the far south of the kingdom that is terrorizing one of the villages of my subjects, and I request that you go and find out why, so that we might find a solution for the problem. And the knight said, Should I slay the giant? And the king said, If you must. And so the knight went out, and she mounted her camel, and she took off all her very hot armor and stored it in the saddlebags, and then she rode for a day and a night and a week, making camp, and making progress until she reached the hot, dry lands of the southern kingdom. 
and she arrived at the village, and they told her that night when she arrived of the giant and how the giant had stolen their camels and eaten them, and how the giant had screamed at them, had yelled, and had stomped down houses and kicked over tents. And the knight said, well, where is the giant now? And the villagers pointed her to a great sand dune farther to the south. And when the knight, whose name was Penelope, just squinted her eyes, she could make out the shape of something moving on that great sand dune. And when she went the next morning to the sand dune, she arrived just as the giant was waking. And she said, hello. And the giant blinked slowly. And he said, ah, a knight. Good. Someone worth fighting. Have you come to fight me, little knight? And Penelope, who had put her armor back on, because, as I said, she was a wise knight, in addition to being patient, said, If necessary, but first I would like to know why are you here, and what do you want? And the giant said, Huh, I had not expected anyone to ask me that. Ah, uh, let me think for a moment, and sat down on the dune with a great floomph. And he thought with his chin in his hand. And after he had thought for a moment and a moment longer, he said, What I want is something to eat and a quiet place with no little people around, scurrying about and making noise and bothering me. And Penelope said, I'll see what I can do. While I'm seeing what I can do, will you please leave the village alone? I will be back soon. And the giant said, I'll think about it. And Penelope rode back a week and a day to the castle of King Abraham and Queen Salome, and she made her report. And the king and queen brought out a great map of the kingdom. And they looked, and in all that great land there were many empty places. And King Ibrahim said, Here, here is this great plain. It is unsettled. Very few people live here, but there are wild cattle and horses and creatures great and small that a giant might find suitable food. Go tell the giant to live there and to leave the villagers of my kingdom in peace. And so Penelope who was getting a little tired and a little saddle sore by this point, got back on her camel and rode a week and a day and told the giant, gave him a map and said, here is where you may go, where no little people will bother you, and there is much to eat. And the giant said, are you sure you don't want to fight? And Penelope rested her hand on her sword and said, only if I must and the giant looked at her for a minute and then said, Well, today you don't, little knight. Today you live. And he stomped off in the direction that the map showed. And Penelope rode back to the castle 
where the king and queen commended her for her good work, and they thought they were going to live happily ever after. But three days later, King Ibrahim and Queen Salome were walking the parapets of their castle when they heard the sound of distant thunder. Boom, boom, boom. And then they saw a giant shape on the horizon striding closer, growing quicker than seemed imaginable. And they called and alarmed the guards as the giant approached and they retreated to the castle and the giant walked right up to the walls carrying a huge something and he said king ibrahim i love the land you have given me to live in and i thank you there is much to eat and so i have brought you this and thanks and he put down in the castle courtyard the biggest wheel of cheese anyone had ever seen it was only slightly smaller than the castle itself and the giant made a little bow and then he stomped off and king ibrahim looked at queen salome and queen salome looked at king ibrahim and then they both looked at a cheese the size of their castle and they said what are we going to do with this and they went and they consulted with all the courtiers and everyone went out and tried the cheese and cut themselves a little piece and decided that it was very good indeed. But as the sun got high, the cheese began to smell quite strongly and even though it was tasty, it was not good to smell all day long in the hot sun. And so King Ibrahim sent messengers out far and wide, that everyone who is hungry should come to the king's castle for free cheese. And people came with backpacks and wheelbarrows and wagons, and they cut themselves slices and hunks and huge boulders of cheese and carted them off. And when they had all finished, there was still a lot of cheese in the castle courtyard. And so Queen Salome said, perhaps we should throw a party. And so King Ibrahim invited all the kings and queens and princes and dukes and sheikhs and emirs and marquises that he had ever met in his whole life and many that he had not. And he invited them all. And then he ordered a huge bowl made. And they melted what was left of the cheese, and everyone got pieces of bread or pieces of fruit. And they had a huge fondue party where everybody dipped whatever they wanted in the cheese, and everyone ate until they were quite full. And then, and then, finally, the cheese was all eaten. And it was then, and only then, that they could all live happily ever after. And that's the end. Thanks for listening to Stories for Wonderful Children. I created today's story, but questions and clever commentary were supplied by my children. The intro and outro music is by Brandon Thompson. If you enjoy the show, please tell someone about it or leave a review on Apple Podcasts. Our email is storiesforwonderfulchildren at gmail.com, and you can also find us on Facebook or Twitter. 
I'm Dan Wendelin, reminding you to tell someone you love a story.